The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Would you like the blessing of God on your life, the blessing of God on your family, the blessing of God on your work, your church, your community? All of us would say, oh yes, I want that. We want the blessing of the Lord. But we're living in a world where everybody wants the product and very few people want the process. And even fewer are willing to pay the price. We've come today in our study through the Psalms to Psalm 24. And it is a psalm that revolves literally around the blessing. As a matter of fact, right in the heart of this 10-verse psalm is the subject of God's blessing upon our life. Listen to Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For He hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in His holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. Really, Psalm 24 is not so much about the blessing as it is about the God of blessing. You know, sometimes I'm afraid we get so consumed with the blessings, we forget the blesser. So really Psalm 24 is about knowing the God who brings the blessing into our life. The psalm breaks down into three parts. The first two verses give us a look at eternity past. That's where we see Christ as Creator. And then the last verses, verses 7 through 10, give us a glimpse of eternity future. That shows us Christ as the King, marching into glory as the King of glory. But right in the heart of the psalm is the matter I want to address with you today. In verses 3 through 6, we deal not with eternity past or eternity future, but we deal with right where we live at this moment. And there we get a glimpse of Christ, not just as Creator and King. We get a glimpse of Christ as our High Priest. We are ascending to the tabernacle with David. We're ascending to the holy place with the Son of David, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going up into the holy place to meet with God. I'm thinking now of the words of our Lord Jesus when He said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And I ask you again, would you like the blessing? Now God shows us several things in these few verses. First of all, He reveals who the blessing is. Notice I did not say what. The blessing is not something, my friend. The blessing is someone. Do you know what the greatest blessing in life is? The greatest blessing in all of life is simply to be in the presence of God. Listen to the question. 
Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in His holy place? You see, the great blessing is just to be near God, to know there's nothing between you and the Lord. Can you say that today? Are you walking consciously and constantly in the presence of our holy God? I'll tell you, every joy, every good thing, every blessing flows out of His presence. I believe that with all of my heart. And so stop seeking something and instead seek someone, seek the Lord. For example, we're never told in Scripture to seek revival. We're told to seek the Lord. When you seek the Lord, God brings the revival. God wants you to have more than a revival meeting. He wants you to have a revived life, a life lived in His presence. So first of all, there's a revelation of who the blessing is. Secondly, there's an instruction of how to receive the blessing. If you want to live in the presence of God, if you want the blessing of being near Him, how is that possible? Well, he gives some instruction. In verse 4, he says you have to have clean hands. And then he goes deeper. He says you have to have a pure heart. Notice that he moves from the outside in. The clean hands, of course, a reference to externals, but the pure heart, a reference to the most intimate, secret things in your life, the part that God alone sees. But all of it is in the presence of God. For example, the Jewish people would have lifted up their hands in worship. In the New Testament, we're even told to lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So God wants your hands right and God wants your heart right. He goes on to say, Who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord. So the idea here is that God wants your soul to be clean and God wants your lips to be clean. He wants every part of your life to be what it ought to be. So if you want the blessing of God, you've got to begin first to confess your sin, to make sure that everything in you is clean and out of God's way. It really is a, a beautiful parallel to James chapter 4, verse number 8, where we're told, draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. And then, interestingly enough, in James 4, 8, he uses the same pictures. He says, cleanse your hands, ye sinners and purify your hearts, ye double-minded." So every double thing in your life needs to be put away and a single thing needs to be your great emphasis and that is to live constantly in God's holy presence. So first, there's a revelation of who the blessing is. That's God Himself. Second, there's an instruction of how to receive the blessing by being clean, upright before the Lord. And third, He leaves us with a question. And the question is, who wants it? Do you want it? Did you hear the words again? Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in His holy place? I wonder now, is there a hunger and thirst in you for more of God? Is there something in you desiring the Lord? Jesus said, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Who shall ascend? Who shall stand in His holy place? Now, that word ascend is a beautiful word. I believe the Christian life is to be an ever-ascending life. It is to be in the picture of the people going up the temple stairs into the presence of God. It is to be an ever-ascending life into the presence of God. The Bible says that the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day. I wonder, would you be willing today to truly seek the Lord? Someone once said to have revival, draw a circle, get in it, and ask God to make everyone in that circle right. I like that. Don't ask the Lord to straighten everybody else out. Ask the Lord to get you clean, to get you right with the Lord. Matthew Henry once said, When God is about to pour out unusual blessings, He first sets His people a-praying. I believe that. 
That's why the Bible says in verse 6 of Psalm 24, This is the generation of them that seek Him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. I wonder, could we be that generation to seek the Lord and His blessings for our life and family and church, for His work in this world? And why does he use that expression, O Jacob? Well, Jacob, of course, was Israel's first name. It meant supplanter, deceiver, trickster. Who was Jacob? Jacob was the cripple. Jacob was the weak one. Aren't you glad that our God is the God of weak ones? Why? Because He's the strong one. Are you weak and incapable today? Do you feel like you, you can only limp toward the presence of God? That's all right. Declare your utter dependence on Him and say to the Lord, Lord, I want you more than anything. I want the blessing of living in your life today and in your presence today. Psalm 24 is more than historical or prophetical. It is personal today, my friend. And I ask you again, would you like the blessing? You can receive it today by living in the presence of God. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.